Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. everybody welcome back to popcorn for dinner this is jeff and kelly romantic comedy month coming to a close this week with uh easily the most well-known movie on our list yes um second clearly would be sweet home alabama mm. probably palm springs is, i think is too new yeah to take you know there's, there's too mm-hmm. many people out there that don't have hulu yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they don't even know it exists yeah and then uh, I didn't even know Love Potion number nine existed in the first place. So that yes. one, <laughs> that's clearly <laughs> totally bottom of the list. Yes. Uh, but we are closing off with a movie that a lot of people have said has been like the definitive romantic comedy of the uh, generation. I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm terrible at <laughs> nailing down time frames and stuff like of the millennium of this of the 20, 20th century, uh, whatever, just yeah. like. When when it's a romantic comedy and it is uh, the best picture winner, it's yeah. basically going to like it, it almost has to be regarded as like the best <laughs> of them because it's like, well, I mean, look, look at that. Yeah. You know, at least, you know, critically and all that kind of stuff. Um, and obviously lots of there's tons of fans for it, mm-hmm. tons of fans for the director in general and, and all that kind of stuff. So may as well just get right into it. And obviously, if you know anything about best picture winners, then you probably know what movie we're talking about, <laughs> which is the uh, 1977 American romantic comedy, Annie Hall. Uh, this one is a, a first for us in a couple of ways. Obviously, it's the first Best Picture winner we've ever done on this show. Surprisingly, with, wow. the, with the likes of Broken Arrow and Speed 2 Cruise Control, it's a... It's a it's, you know, blindsided me. You're telling me Leprechaun didn't win Best Picture? <laughs> Only nominated. <laughs> it was robbed. Uh, but, uh, and also, I'm sure for yourself, and even for me who has seen this movie before, I saw it once, uh, like a while ago. I remember mm-hmm. being like, okay. And I didn't necessarily think any more of it. Uh, but I kind of consider this more my first viewing. Yeah. Because at the time, I don't think I really had the faculty to really like like either appreciate it or critique it correctly. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like, this is a movie people say I should watch. So I watched it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so sort of my first viewing Mm -hmm. uh, as well as I'm sure yours of any Woody Allen movie. Yeah. Again, in a way that I wouldn't count. I'm pretty certain I've seen some other Woody Allen movies in my life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like as a kid. But I don't remember them well enough to ever say that I've truly like seen them. Like, oh yeah, you know that one where this mm-hmm. happens and that happens. Yeah. Like, I got none of that. <laughs> so it's sort of my only 
real Woody Allen movie that I've kind of seen. Yeah. Uh, so we're sort of in that same boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My biggest reference to this movie, like in the back of my mind, was from Gilmore Girls. Oh, see, like- I thought you were going to say, <laughs> uh, well, what's the Gilmore Girls one? Uh, Lorelai and Rory are going on a road trip because she called off her engagement to Max. Mm-hmm. And she starts doing uh, the brothers bit. Oh, while they're driving <laughs> and Rory's like, no, don't do the Annie Hall. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. See, I thought you were going to say, oh, now I kind of understand that one line from uh, Antonia by Motion City Soundtrack. She quotes a lot of Annie Hall. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, now you now you see. I mean, I knew that Annie Hall was a movie, so I, I right. just was like, yeah, so she she quotes that movie a lot. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I will say. On this viewing of it, uh, considering the first time it was just sort of like, yeah, okay, and not really, mm-hmm. not really uh, understanding it too much. But watching it this time, I will say that I liked it. Like I wasn't, yeah, crazy over the moon. I wasn't like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> but it was like that was a fun. I, I think especially in context of this month, mm-hmm. it was a fun, different thing and just like so completely kind of turning the whole thing on its head which is is funny to me because it's like I always remember and you always hear people talk about like Annie Hall setting the like groundwork for all the romantic comedies that come after it and it's like but it does everything different though like than any normal (laughs) romantic you know what I mean like like I, I I enjoyed watching that like seeing how it played scenes in a different way than you normally would expect to yeah like you'd think it would be this big grand thing but it's this like mundane little moment like oh what 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 and it just goes by in a flash so i enjoyed watching it that way Mm -hmm. um but i'm definitely not like holy fucking shit annie hall (laughs) what uh what what how about yourself uh pretty much the same boat it was a fun movie to watch i enjoyed it while we were watching it Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna like you know, seek out like I have to own this on Blu-ray tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, I'm sure a lot of it is uh, like an era sort of thing mm-hmm. where it's like it, it was a different time. Yeah. You know, and it's like while you can look at it and at least from my perspective, when I was looking at it, I was like, this is incredibly modern feeling compared to a lot of movies from like the 70s. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like oh, the, yeah. the acting and the writing is a lot more like kind of standard Hollywood movie. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And this was so clearly like so much like stream of consciousness and just like talking and like getting away from your own subject yeah. and like just really like just uh, uh fun kind of like quirkiness, but at a time where that wasn't like every other movie, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like nowadays this, that's a very modern feeling movie now because like everyone kind of at least does that part of Annie Hall. Yeah. You know what I mean? The like, Oh, and then everything kind of goes back to a pop culture reference and you mm-hmm. know, there's these little asides and stuff like that. Um, but I definitely enjoyed it in the sense of like how much, how much stuff it did. That was just like, cause fuck it. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's really what it felt like. Like it was it was a wonderful kind of like I I don't know exactly. I'm not some sort of like Woody Allen scholar or anything, <laughs> but it felt like that movie was very much a case of a guy who's like probably was making more standard comedy kind of things, mm-hmm. and then for this was like, well, fucking why not? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like start the movie literally talking straight to the audience. Yeah. Like no, no filter right there. <laughs> Just literally you write to them giving this weird monologue about jokes and stuff and how they relate to life and whatnot. And it was just like, yeah, I don't, you'd never start a movie like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, and now I could see that being yeah. <laughs> every other movie on the marketplace <laughs> is like, oh, have the, have the talking to the audience bit, mm-hmm. you know? But in this movie, I'm sure it was like, oh, what is he doing? <laughs> you know? Which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, and I mean, plot wise, it's such an impossible movie to talk about plot wise. Oh, yeah. Because it jumps around so much. Yeah. And like it's I I do really love like uh, a lot of the ways that the movie unfolds. You know what I mean? It's like it's mm-hmm. basically I mean, <laughs> the way that they put it on IMDb. Because there's no other way to really describe it. It's just <laughs> neurotic New York comedian Alvy Singer falls in love with the ditzy Annie Hall. And that's it. Because it's like, yeah, that's basically the movie, just not really in that order. You (laughs) kind (laughs) of, it starts after they've been in love Mm -hmm. and then goes back and forth and forward and back and sideways and all over the place. (laughs) Um, And it's uh, like just a a treat to watch because like there's something really intriguing to me about watching a like, I mean, relationship in this movie, but I mean, it could be about anything or whatever, but watching something out of order Mm -hmm. and like how you get the information, you know what I mean? And like uh, just the ways that you understand what the characters are doing and why they're doing it because you've already seen, (laughs) you know, where they kind of wind up and what kind of person they are and why they would make those decisions and stuff. Yeah. The one that sort of came to mind to me, the scene that I liked Maybe it was like halfway through the movie or something. Again, <laughs> so impossible yeah. to truly be like. And then this is when this has, uh, it just poof, your head explodes. <laughs> uh, but the sequence that I, I I really thought of in that sense was when she is gonna move in with him, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, what? You're gonna get rid of your place? What? What are you doing? What's the, what's this? What?" And then it gets all the way to the point of being like, "I'll pay for it to, yeah. to make sure there's still, you know." And that sort of scene. In a romantic comedy, you'd be sitting there looking at that lead guy and being like, "This is she's like she's perfect, yeah, <laughs> and she wants to move in, and you're being a total dickbag about it. Like, what are you doing, dude?" But at this point in the movie, you've seen so much of Alvy's like neurosis and yeah. just how like anxious he is, and 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 it just sort of goes negative with everything mm-hmm. that it makes total sense that even though he knows that she's perfect, it's not even a case of him being dumb. <laughs> And being like, oh, she's not that great. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. He understands. He knows exactly what's going on. He's just so, ugh, like, so Woody <laughs> Allen, essentially, <laughs> that he just can't do it. You know, yeah. like, it's just, it, it sort of makes sense. You're not, like, going, like, what the hell is wrong with you? You're just like, oh, this idiot. Yeah. Like, you're, uh, but you know why mm-hmm. he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. For how goofy and just Woody Allen he is, mm-hmm. <laughs> Diane Keaton was... Pretty much just as adorable oh yeah she's she really is fantastic in this like i believe she won best actress too i would hope so for, for if, playing it, it. if it won best picture because she was like a, a believable person like she didn't oh, yeah. seem like someone that was acting on a set she it was like that was just her oh yeah and like uh i especially liked how much of like a real character Annie Hall is mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like you look at so so goddamn many romantic comedies with the like 
goofy girl who's like essentially perfect but like can't see it herself kind of thing or something like that yeah but i loved how like insecure she was yeah. you know what i mean like and not loved it like yeah <laughs> like, like that's a cool <laughs> thing for her to be but just like a believable human thing that mm-hmm. isn't related to like their relationship yeah. You know what I mean? It's like she's insecure about singing in that like first date mm-hmm. when they when she goes to like perform at the bar, which that, that's a great sequence. Yes. Trying to sing over the noise of the bar. Uh, just like the crashing oh. and the coughing and yeah. all, all that shit. Like that's a great moment. Um, but like that, you know, at that point, there's really no relationship between them yet. Yeah. They just met during a tennis match. Yeah. So it's not like she's like insecure and jealous of other women or something about him. It's just very specifically, it's like, it's, it's her mm-hmm. thing. Like she wants to sing. She thinks she's bad at it. Yeah. She's insecure about it. And I know I kind of just <laughs> said like, she's perfect, but doesn't know it. But you know, like yeah. she's not perfect because she has those doubts and has those feelings and they're very uh like i i guess just the way that they keep coming up in different ways as well you know it's not mm-hmm. just like am i a good singer or not yeah it's also like do you think i'm dumb yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> feeling afraid of being dumb mm-hmm. you know what i mean and not being smart enough for the person you're with mm-hmm. like those great little uh the subtitles that tell the subtext yes. in that one scene or it's just like, oh my God, I'm not smart enough for him. And then yeah. him being like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> you see how it's like, no, you know what? Even if you are a little like ditzy or dumb, he's kind of exactly the same thing. Just, yeah. he just, he can just talk better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything about Diane Keaton in this movie is like, it's, it's perfect for the audience to fall in love with her too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like there, yeah. there's I mean, I, I guess I can only speak like for myself or whatever. But, you know, <laughs> it just it feels that way where it's like there isn't really I, at least I don't think anything particularly like polarizing about her. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's like unless you're some weirdo who's like women shouldn't wear vests and ties or, you know, something <laughs> silly like that. Like, no, this just she's just she's a free spirit and she's adorable and mm-hmm. <laughs> like constantly smiling yeah and just like stumbling over her words mm-hmm. that i mean that that's sort of like what i was talking about with taking a scene that you normally would have in a in a romantic comedy and kind of turning it on its head mm-hmm. uh where it's like they're meat cute you know it isn't actually all that cute because she's just like a mess who can't say anything like she's Mm -hmm. stumbling over words and saying a bunch of things she doesn't mean and like just being (laughs) the most confusing person in the world like if you were standing there having somebody talk to you and they just kept interrupting themselves and being like oh boy oh geez Uh, she just seems like a lunatic yeah but in a really endearing like human way where it's just like you can just see the like uh, it, despite the fact that she's smiling like the entire time, you can like see the panic yeah. of like, oh my God, I am, <laughs> I am blowing this. <laughs> and that just makes it all the more endearing, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's yeah. a great way to do it, but it's not just like, oh, hey, oh, hey. And two hot people talking to each other and meeting cutely. It's just yeah. like, um, uh, so, uh, uh like, <laughs> it's really human. Yes. And just her, like, the pure confusion in the whole, like, needing a ride situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 
Why would you say that uh, that you need a ride if you have the car? Like I, I don't, I don't. I'm going downtown. Do you need a ride? (laughs) (laughs) And like, oh, see, I'm going downtown. You're going uptown. Like that's. I'll go. I'll I'll go there. I I I don't. I actually live downtown. Yeah, Like, like just like can't keep anything straight <laughs> and it's it's it doesn't feel at all like a put on yeah. it's like clearly just her brain <laughs> <laughs> and of course i mean like in that moment uh i can only imagine how many people suddenly realized that they really liked seeing a woman in like men's clothes mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like cause she's just adorable in general no matter what she's wearing but that yeah. style that specific Annie Hall look, uh, which was like essentially her, Diane Keaton, you know, like based on her and everything. Like you look at it and it's just like, I'll bet you unless there was like a, you know, like a a switching person's comedy, like screwball comedy kind of thing. It's like I doubt that anyone had ever really seen someone dress like that as like of their own accord. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is what I want to be wearing right now and being like, holy shit. That is awesome. Yeah. What? You can do this? <laughs> 70s brains exploding. Talk about them like they're cavemen, but it's, like, it's, it's 1977. It's not that big. I did write, write down, I happen to have Mr. McClure right here. <laughs> yeah, that, that I mean, that sequence is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, much like the movie, we're just going to jump around because that's like the only thing you can actually do. <laughs> Unless we were like ridiculous scholars sitting here and going into like the psychological <laughs> thing with the now no, this is this is based on like a a single viewing of a movie. This is not like so we sat down and we dissected Annie Hall, but like that moment I can only imagine as well was like a a huge like what is he doing from the audience? You know what I mean? Because it's like. He he turns to talk to the camera mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, he kind of started with that and this whole thing's been kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. So, all right, now he's talking to the audience again. But it's when the other dude is like, hey, what? I can't have an opinion. And yeah. he joins <laughs> that I'm sure it was like, what is even happening? This movie is like falling apart somehow. <laughs> like Nobody's staying where they're supposed to be. And then, yeah, pulling out fucking uh mcclure or mcclurin i forget exactly yeah i don't know i wrote mcclure but it could have been mcclurin mclaren or something yeah yeah i mean that's just another like i'm sure there's a shitload of things in here that are just you know like over the head (laughs) because just the times like Mm -hmm. they're talking about stuff that's very current yeah and uh it's not very current anymore (laughs) no (laughs) um and just looking at it like quickly scanning the cast list and all the people that are in it loved so many of the like brief appearances in this movie <laughs> Shelley Duvall yes. I, I realized yes. I was like I don't think I've actually seen her in anything but The Shining thank you for confirming that, that <laughs> oh, it yeah. was her I oh, yeah. forgot to check the credits but yeah but she yeah. she was wonderful in her mm-hmm. little bit uh obviously um Christopher Walken yes. as the brother. It was something that it was like, yeah, I, I, I'm counting this as my first viewing because I did not even remember that he was in this movie. <laughs> and that scene, like, it feels like that scene set up Christopher Walken for the rest of his career. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, and you're gonna get the creepy weirdo monologue, uh, <laughs> and it's like, and that just can follow you mm-hmm. all the rest of your life. Yep. But I do, Enjoy. yeah, right. <laughs> but I, I honestly, truthfully love like 
that sequence of him talking to Alfie about like uh, turning off, pulling into <laughs> oncoming traffic and all that, yeah. followed immediately by like, oh no, Dwayne's going to drive us to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great comedic setup and that slow pan across the windshield mm-hmm. for like Dwayne's normal face, Annie's normal face, Alvy like, like <laughs> that's so well done. I loved it. Uh Jeff Goldblum briefly in the yes. movie saying that he forgot his mantra, which uh he had he had been in stuff before but it like some people were like oh it's a cameo and it's like he wasn't famous enough to have a cameo yet yeah no. he was like barely in other movies so it's like this was just this is the guy we got for this it yeah. just happens to be Goldblum yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one that I didn't even recognize until I was reading on here I was like oh my god uh Sigourney Weaver was Alvy's date at the end of the movie I guess when when he and and Annie meet up again i guess maybe when they're standing outside that theater and then they go off and have their like little lunch at the very very end and stuff right 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 okay so yeah Yeah. i mean i didn't recognize i didn't see like close enough but it's like oh my god it's gordy weaver that's amazing (laughs) um and then there was no oh carol kane it's so funny uh the the other allison i think it was yeah the other girlfriend the blonde Mm -hmm. girlfriend who was uh god i forget the character's name but she was the the girl from when a stranger calls oh yeah oh nice yeah so the, there's a couple of people we've seen in stuff yeah. on other movies <laughs> in this movie like carol kane and uh goldblum and yeah the rest of them i didn't particularly recognize a lot of people but i'm sure back then it was like oh hey it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that was the other one paul simon as the guy, as the producer guy that takes Annie and you know to mm. L.A. and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, because he showed up and I was like, I don't know Simon and Garfunkel that much, <laughs> um, but I feel like I would recognize them, and that looks a lot like Paul Simon. <laughs> and then I thought he was playing Paul Simon, <laughs> and then it turned out he wasn't, and I was like, okay, okay, it, it is him, but it's not him. Yeah, he's not playing <laughs> yeah, himself. Exactly. I was like, that would be brilliant. That would be totally up this movie's alley though is to have <laughs> paul simon show up playing paul simon i mean speaking of carol kane's character allison that was that was the moment when that sort of thing started happening that the like presentation of the movie the like design of how it you know unfolds mm-hmm. was was really like oh my god i actually do like really love this kind of thing where it's just like it just goes where the story is going and it goes in time where it feels it should even not in chronological order, but it's like it goes back in time from the beginning to, you know, their relationship, Annie yeah. Hall and and Alvy. Mm-hmm. And then at one point in there, she says like, oh, like you eventually got tired of Allison. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene was him meeting Allison. And then there's, you know, and it's yeah, like, yeah. so it's just going back in time, but it's not going like, oh, yeah. And like, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> off into a flashback. Mm-hmm. It's just like. Oh, now they're talking about Allison. So this is when you should see the Allison part of the movie. Yeah. And it just starts there and goes and the movie just trusts that it's like, you got this right audience. <laughs> like You're not just going to sit there scratching your heads the whole time. Like, what is how I thought they were dating. Now they're not dating. Yeah. Now he's dating her. It's like, it's a <sighs> like, it feels like the movie's just like, either you get this or, or it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't care. <laughs> But I, I really liked that and how the stories just sort of like dovetailed into each other where mm-hmm. it's like they would talk about something that happened 
and then we'd go and we'd see it. Yeah. Which is really cool. There were a few things that I had to look up because of how much they confused me. Uh, and it's <laughs> it's funny to find out that the answer is so like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know how I was supposed to figure that out, but all right. Like what? Um, Him and his buddy calling each other Max the whole time. I had no fucking idea what was going on. Because like the, the first time you see them together, mm-hmm. and the guy's actual name is Rob. That oh. is his friend's name. Okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the first scene that they're in, he starts calling him Max. Yeah. And he's like, eh, don't call me that. And he's like, it's a good name. Max, you should use it, Max. And then he uses Max for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And to me, like, since it had that intro... Of him being like, you should use that name. And then him being like, oh, I don't know. Him using it for him just felt like playful friend banter of mm-hmm. just being like, oh, well, I'll call you Max then. Yeah. Um, but then Alvy calling him Max as well was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? To the point where I didn't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> Saying that it was Rob was a surprise here. Looking at Wikipedia <laughs> like, oh, Rob. Oh, okay. Interesting. Didn't know that. Um. So I looked into it to be like, is there any explanation for this, for why they do this? <laughs> and there is. Uh, they are real friends. Okay. The guy, Woody Allen and uh, Tony Roberts. Okay. So they had a thing where uh, Woody Allen didn't want him to call him Woody in public. So he's, okay. like, he's like, people, you know, they walk by and they don't recognize me all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you say Woody, they will. It'll be yeah. immediate and it'll be like, oh, my God. So call me Max when we're out in public. So it doesn't even perk anybody's ears. You know, nobody's like, Woody, Woody. Oh, like Woody Allen, maybe, (laughs) you know, it's like, okay, that's a pretty brilliant thing. Mm -hmm. And then, so just as a gag, Woody Allen used it back to him and they would just call each other Max all the time. So that's just in the movie. Gotcha. It's like, okay, well that's never explained. (laughs) They don't actually go into that, Uh, which is like, fine it's not like it wrecked it for me it wasn't like i didn't know why they did that so two thumbs down because of max (laughs) like it was fine but i just i like there has to be an answer for this i don't know (laughs) oh my god and i just (laughs) just reading now another hilarious little bit uh the moment where there are people watching Mm -hmm. and they're talking about the winner of the truman capote lookalike contest yeah that was truman capote (laughs) (laughs) did not know that just looked at it and it's like oh well how about that (laughs) uh that's brilliant yeah that's hysterical and i love it yeah there's so many things in this movie that i i uh am sure was like revolutionary for people watching Mm -hmm. it and just the ways that it would convey stuff to the audience um apparently the scene where they are uh they're both at the shrink mm-hmm. and they're you know it's got that like split screen thing going on mm-hmm. was not a split screen same room was a set built with the divider into it so they could just do it at the same time nice. and not have to worry about yeah, <laughs> yeah. cutting it together or talking over each other too much mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah of course brilliant yeah i doubt i mean i know it's clear that that's not how they did the other split screen with the families with her family and his family talking to each other yeah yeah. which is another little bit i love like (laughs) so many of those things like even if they weren't like the funniest thing in the world or like the most eye-opening like oh my god (laughs) it's like none of it 
fell flat at least you know what i mean it's yeah. like all the weird sort of curveballs that he tried it felt like they all worked no matter how ridiculous they were mm-hmm. even if it wasn't like that was, they were all brilliant <laughs> you know like that the sequence where she's the the evil witch from snow white or whatever yeah. they're like animated briefly mm-hmm. it's like I, I would never pull that up on youtube be like oh you gotta see this little bit of it it's so funny mm-hmm. it's, like, it's not really that funny it's yeah. just a wonderful thing just like oh my god now it's fucking <laughs> now it's literally animated there's Woody Allen there's a fucking oh this is brilliant <laughs> like those little moments um there, oh, there was another very specific one that I thought was uh I thought was a ton of fun oh we sorry we kind of already talked about it the the subtitles mm. I'm sure that there's been plenty of times where people have played with mm-hmm. subtitles to comedic effect but uh, I, I I couldn't even listen to them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you almost might think that that's like a detriment to it. But there was something so interesting to me where it was like, and then right at that point in the script, they literally could have been just speaking gibberish. And I wouldn't have even noticed because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was I was reading their subtitles and like watching their faces mm-hmm. to see how those like emotions respond. You know, it's like, that's what yeah. they're feeling, but they're saying something else that I'm not even paying <laughs> attention to anymore, <laughs> but I want to see it on their faces. It was really interesting to me. Like that's like, you would almost consider it cheating, mm-hmm. like insight into a character's head because it's like, you're just saying it, you're just writing it at the bottom. <laughs> but it's like, well, yeah, so? that's the point. Yeah. It felt like something that they probably did in like 500 days of summer or something i feel like that's a Mm -hmm. i think i saw that movie once (laughs) so i couldn't tell you but i know that that movie does a lot of like fantastical little Mm -hmm. little movie tricks much in this same vein of like playing it outside the normal rules of movies yeah and whatever but uh i'm sure it's not nearly as good (laughs) I, i don't remember but uh, something something else that I read that I thought was wonderful because it's like there's something very interesting to me about how like how art comes together and how things like things just happening the way that they do makes or breaks something just just, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just by happenstance. Like it's <laughs> possible that it could have gone a completely different way, but it didn't just because like of one little thing. But the moment that I feel is like the best one in the movie, I'm sure I'm not alone, but in terms of showing these characters at like the absolute like peak of their relationship together, at least Mm -hmm. to me, is the lobster scene. Yes. Where they're trying to catch (laughs) lobsters (laughs) in the kitchen. Super classic scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've, I've seen it parodied a billion times you know what i mean there's always like the if you watch for it especially in like animated stuff mm-hmm. they'll there's times I, I can't pick it out right now i know i saw one somewhat recently but like you'll see little bits of like people like oh a lobster like they just they just <laughs> reference it because it's such the moment mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's so brilliant between the two of them you know, how they play off of each other and their reactions and just the laughter and just like being goofballs, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just totally <laughs> like with each other, having fun yeah. and reading about it like first day, first day of shooting. And that was just because they're like such great friends and they're so good <laughs> together and they like 
barely followed what the script was said that they were going to say. It was just like, <laughs> we'll just, we'll just do it and it'll happen. And let's see. <laughs> and it just like, I can only imagine that that scene coming out, how it did. Like, I'm sure like after filming it and looking at it again, I'm, I'll bet you that that was like, Oh, this is the thing. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm sure at the time it was just like, there's a lot of things that happen. Like I know the first cut of it was apparently like two, almost two and a half hours long, almost a full hour. Oh my. more of this movie so they like shaped this mm-hmm. movie which is really cool as well you know what i mean yeah. it's like if it was like this was the script 90 pages front to back and we shot it exactly mm-hmm. and then made it it would be like oh that's brilliant like perfect yeah but there's something almost cooler mm-hmm. about it being like it was this sort of amorphous blob of a movie <laughs> and we chiseled it down into this yeah it's like, oh wow like That's... that seems like it takes a lot of skill mm-hmm. you know to be able to like oh you know what this this looks different now than it did when we had these scenes so we you know you know what mm-hmm. I mean? it's like as soon as you take something away it makes what you still have look different yeah you know so it's like uh, looking it, at you sweet home alabama <laughs> Wait, what's the exact reference? Because they, you said they cut out all those scenes of him with her, like. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's whatever. right. That's right. Yeah. Yes, that's actually per- okay. I was like, for some reason in my head, I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck am I forgetting about Sweet Home Alabama?" What? Okay, but no, but exactly, yeah, exactly. Like things look different when you don't have the context for them. So it's like, I can only imagine, I mean, I I can't imagine (laughs) what the different context or different cut of this movie is like, because I don't know what the other hour's worth of footage was (laughs) or how it would make things look different. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty, pretty awesome to see like what they made out of that. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't get to see the chunk of marble beforehand, but you see Mm -hmm. the statue after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you happen to know, is this the... um, the first instance of those who can't do teach those who can't teach teach gym. I don't know. I was thinking that same thing at the beginning where I was like, yeah, everyone's heard that. Yeah. So you wonder, has everyone heard that because it was in Annie Hall or has there have, have people been hearing that for a century and Annie Hall used it? Mm -hmm. You know, I honestly have no clue. Okay. (laughs) All right. I was a big fan of the uh, the calling Alvy over to kill the spider scene. Yes. <laughs> um, mostly because it was like, you know, the, the movie begins with him talking about how like he and Annie broke up mm-hmm. and then it goes back in time to them being together and then it goes back in time to his previous girlfriends and then it goes forward in time to them. You know, he goes all over the place and then, you know, they break up and then in a scene shortly after they're together yeah. before they broke up and then, you know, he's <laughs> going all over the place. But that scene in particular, I liked because of the fact that it was like they were broken up. He was doing his thing. She was doing her thing and like calling him over to do this. Mm-hmm. And like the hilarity that ensues of him being like, you called me over to kill a spider? Like, really? <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, kind of 
dig, you know, ribbing her for, you know, the the life that she's been leading mm-hmm. since then. You're like, oh, we're going to rock concerts and oh, this and that and whatever. But the the lines about the spider were so great. Just, <laughs> I've been killing spiders since I was 30. Yeah. Which I thought was <laughs> fucking hysterical. And then him going in and then coming out immediately because it's too big. Yeah. You've got a spider in your bathroom the size of a Buick. <laughs> which is great. And then the fact that, like, you get all that, like, funny, goofy Woody Allen shtick mm-hmm. going on with the spider and him being neurotic and whatever. And then immediately... It's, you know, her sitting there all sad and talking about how she misses him and, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like, oh, them getting back together again, <laughs> you know, and uh, that one, I think, I forget now, w- weren't, were there two breakup scenes, right? Obviously, since they break up and then yeah. get back together and then they break up again, mm-hmm. but they both, now, now I'm forgetting, honestly, there's, <laughs> there's so much fucking stuff that happens. Well, they, after the spider scene, they get back together mm-hmm. and they go out to L.A. Right, right, they, right, Or right, right. California, wherever mm-hmm. they were. And um, it was the plane ride back that they yeah, broke they up again. Yeah, they both like look at each other like, oh, yeah, you know what? No. This isn't. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like for the most part, it wasn't particularly like... There wasn't like a screaming match or like a huge fight they ever went into, Mm -hmm. which I thought was another one of those moments of like doing it differently where it's like there's not that like big beginning of the third act breakup and then they have Mm -hmm. to figure out how to win each other back. (laughs) It's like they broke up once and then they just get back together because they're people and they miss each other and, you know, they miss the normalcy and whatever Mm -hmm. of, of being together and it's not some sort of like... Oh, because it's our destiny. Because we were kids on a beach and the lightning (laughs) struck and then I want to kiss you every day. Like none of that bullshit. (laughs) It's literally just like we were in a relationship for so long and now I feel really lonely and I miss you. Mm -hmm. And they get back together. And then in the end, it's like, yeah, well, even so, it's still not right. Mm -hmm. You know, and it just being so much more realistic, you know, it's not it's not this like it at least it doesn't feel too like romanticized even if it's about like romance or whatever (laughs) you know and that's kind of why i really dug that like last scene where it shows him with his play Mm -hmm. and he writes the better ending to it you know in in the play it ends better than it did in real life Mm -hmm. and i liked that because it sort of felt to me like a, a a definitive like declaration that like okay yeah 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 this is all from alvy's point of view and you know there's plenty of times where, you know, it, it may seem more fantastical than it was in real life. Obviously, you know, talking to the camera, <laughs> pulling out the director and you know, doing all those sorts of goofy things. But since he writes the ending differently, then you can only imagine like, OK, then then what he showed us is probably real then. Yeah. You know, real quotes, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, that that wasn't like a romanticized or a fictionalized ending of their relationship when they show it happening yeah because he writes the fictionalized one a minute later so you know like okay so it really did end that way Mm -hmm. but this is how you wished it would have and i like that they do it that way instead of doing like a showing a scene of it going well and then being like yeah that's what i hoped would happen yeah but what really happened and then i go back to that although at that time i bet you that would have been more original but if that happened now i'd be like of course yeah. The old oh. fake scene. <laughs> the old original fake scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, they did do one thing. Uh, I, they did a lot of stuff in terms of repeating that I liked. I liked how much like dialogue would be repeated over time, or it was like he had the same line mm-hmm. over and over throughout the movie about different stuff, like specifically the one about like uh, adult education, mm-hmm. like it's a scam, it's a scam, it's a scam. And then in the scene where he wants it, where he <laughs> where he has to be on its side, <laughs> he's like, "It's a great thing. You meet so many nice people." Yeah. And then back to it's a scam, like showing that kind of stuff. But I loved the repeating of the lobster scene. Yeah, with the wrong girl mm-hmm. <laughs> being like, "What are you doing?" and or talking about? Like, do you need help? Like, she's just totally not on his level at all. Like, yeah. not even like he's better than her. But it's just like yeah. they're not on the wavelength. They're they're yeah. not connecting in the least. And he's just standing there like an asshole with a lobster. <laughs> like, oh, you wanna maybe? <laughs> no, okay. Like yeah. that's such a brilliant moment of like. I, I guess August. That's that's such a more creative way than most movies will do it in terms of like showing how much a character misses another character mm-hmm. by doing something like that. Be like, Ugh, but it's just so <laughs> silly. Those fucking lobsters, man. I don't know what it is about that. Like, if it was, I mean, it really couldn't be anything else. He even mentions like, should have had steak. Those don't have legs. <laughs> it's like there's not really much else you can cook that would like get away from you or whatever but it's like in terms of just like being goofballs and like oh god having to chase something down (laughs) there's something so fucking inherently funny about lobsters yeah i don't know what it i mean they're goofy looking and surprisingly they don't creep me out despite being like (laughs) kind of arachnidish crustaceans (laughs) i know but they're still sort of spidery yeah. Uh, but they're they they're just hysterical but to me. But they got big floppy tails. <laughs> they do. They're they are. They're just goofy fucking creatures in general. They really are. Um, and so using them that way, I think is just it, that that scene is so brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, the movie did pretty well with avoiding things that would now be considered icky. That's true. There was there that was one, one thing with his actor buddy. Mm-hmm, at where he the talked end. about the 16 year old twins. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. Age of consent changes. Mm-hmm. But man, 1977, the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, the age difference there. Like, <laughs> yeah, Christ. I don't know how old the actor friend is, but yeah. it's, it's icky. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I think one thing that that makes it really great and what sort of sets it apart from a lot of romantic comedies, specifically ones that are like centered on the guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Sweet Home Alabama is very much the girl's movie, yeah. you know, and then there's other ones that are, you know, Forgetting Sarah Marshall is very much the guy's movie, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Those sorts of I things. I love you, man. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but this one, it felt like it was it was probably a step above a lot of other ones because of the fact that it at no point was like, real like broy and mean about girls or anything yeah. it wasn't like oh those she devils like oh they're always <laughs> trying to bring you down like mm-hmm. even his buddy who's mm-hmm. you know talking to him and like oh i could set you up with someone max and i could do this there's something but he's never like forget that bitch yeah you know what i mean there's none of that dumb shit <laughs> where it's you know there's always like the friend who's horribly misogynistic but it's to a character that the audience doesn't like so they let it slide you know it's like she's a real cunt man <laughs> like why are we cool with this and it's like well because she dumped him so you know yeah it's like, this is lame there's there's too many romantic comedies like that so it's nice that in this case it was very much like this is the story of this relationship and why it didn't work 
because of me. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it felt like. And uh, I think it's so much better for that. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's not a it's not a blame the world sort of thing. It's like, ah, look how I fucked this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say like the whole time. You know, like we said, they're they're little meet cute where they're at the tennis match and everything. And she's just being the biggest goofball in the world. <laughs> uh, that sweet little moment after they leave that club. And he, I think it's then they're going to go out and get dinner. And he's just like, we should just kiss now yes. so that we can digest our food better. And it's not awkward later. It's like, that's a wonderful little moment, too. And they're just like, oh, OK. You know, all these little bits and pieces that that make up their, you know, their relationship. But at no point throughout it was I ever like touched or you know emotional about it it was just like this is really cool this is mm -hmm. fun and it's well done and all of that but that ending montage over her singing mm -hmm. i thought was perfect yes it was like it's not like i like rolled a tear or anything <laughs> but i definitely like that was the moment where it was just like oh there it is there's that <laughs> feeling you know it's like mm -hmm. where it's it's bittersweet but beautiful but whatever and since it's her singing you know mm -hmm. the, and it, all, all that sort of stuff just just really made that ending where it was like nailed it yeah you know it's like there are tons of terrible ways <laughs> to end a movie <clears throat> and i think they got a really good one yeah <laughs> he, he they, they nailed it good job kudos woody <laughs> way to go i guess he's decent yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't know. Yeah, it's no. like I I know that there's plenty of like Woody Allen stuff out there of mm -hmm. his like personal life and marrying weird people. Like technically, it was his stepdaughter from this weird. You know, it's like he's got all this weirdness and whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Obviously, we're not here to like discuss that. Yeah, <laughs> but in terms of like making a really like affecting piece of art mm -hmm. it was like it's great mm -hmm. it's unfortunate but it's great <laughs> like yeah. you, you don't want to praise the person but it's like what the fuck else can, there's nothing else you could say it's great yeah ah, it's tough it just sucks that he's <laughs> awful yeah um but i mean we've talked about that before with fred claus mm -hmm. yeah you yeah know? yeah it's just it's a it's a shame that he's awful <laughs> exactly for a second, I was like, what did Vince Vaughn do? <laughs> and then it dawned on, oh, right, Spacey's in that. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, in the end, I mean, I'm glad. I am glad that we watched it last. Because it too. was kind of cool to, to sort of see, even if it's just little bits, or if it's just how this movie doesn't do the normal <laughs> shit that you see all the time. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And then also just because, like, truthfully like palm springs was probably the most fun because it was mm -hmm. just like goofy and crazy and off the wall and, and it's like sci-fi and, and yeah exactly and it's got all this like energy manic like <laughs> andy samberg yeah andy samberg <laughs> energy to it and everything but this one had a had a different kind of energy um but i i think in terms of like a movie I think I dig this one the best, truthfully. Like, as much as it's not like, oh, my God, and then, and then I'm going to go and I'm going to watch every other Woody Allen movie he's done. <laughs> like, not exactly. But just as a piece of art, like, it's definitely definitely one of those things where it's like you've heard it for a billion years, mm -hmm. and you're like, fine. <laughs> and you watch it, and you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't do exactly for me what everyone does, <laughs> you know, what it does for everybody else. Mm -hmm. But I get it. 
it's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but uh <laughs> I think that is going to wrap up rom-com month here on Popcorn for Dinner. Mhm. Super fun. Glad we did it. Me too. Seeing all these different uh different types of rom-coms and whatnot, yeah. just a different style of movie that we haven't done getting as some, many of. Yeah, getting some new actors in there. Exactly. And also seeing some uh, familiar faces. Sandy. <laughs> what? Sandy. Oh. <laughs> I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah, she's pretty great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up. So this is Jeff. And Kelly. Your girlfriend's name is Ralph? Hey.